Hello, everybody. Welcome back to She Talks. It's Ale for another amazing, exciting episode today. Um, let me just preface this. If you can't already tell, my voice is literally gone. I don't know what is up with me and my voice being gone every episode I've been recording lately. And I really just want to apologize about that. <laughs> I like, I literally don't know why it's gone. Like I told you guys, I have a super sensitive voice, so I lose it like all the time. But anyways, I feel like it just makes every episode more interesting. You get to hear the versatility of my voice. You know, it could be gone. It can be really high pitched. It could be really deep. It could be really normal. (laughs) It can be a lot of things. Anyways, you guys think I should like be a voice actor? I really, I would love that. Or at least like someone who, well, that is a voice actor. I was like someone who does voiceovers. <laughs> no, honestly, I would love to be like a voice actor. Like that'd be so fun. I don't know. Let me know if you guys think I should be a voice actor. I would love that. Anyone wants me, if anyone has any voice acting job opportunities available, let her know. I'm ready. But today's episode, today we're going to dive into my thoughts on everything. I asked you guys to give me topics you would want my thoughts on, and I did a lot of research. I did a lot of digging to give you guys the best possible answers to all these questions. I have nothing typed out. I only have like background information pulled up on my laptop to just give you guys some um, background info to the topics I'll be discussing. But for the most part, literally everything is just bullet points. Like I can, I'll post a picture later on my Insta. Go follow at She Talks Podcast with two T's at the end if you haven't already. But I'll post a little picture of my notes because it's literally just bullet points. So that's how we know authenticity only here, you guys. Authenticity. That's what you can always know coming into a She Talks Podcast episode. You're only going to get the most authentic, genuine Ale. All right, let's get started. First, oh, and wait, let me give some background info as to why I chose this topic this week. So I feel like lately we've been killing it with the guest stars, you know. We've had a lot of amazing guest stars on She Talks. And I feel like my favorite section of the episode with my guests is their thoughts on it um, section. I love, I love just writing down the most random topics and getting their thoughts on it because A, I learned more about the person. B, it could spur into a different conversation that's super complex. And C, it's just really fun. And I just feel like we get to know our guest even more. And so I feel like with these random questions, we could get on some tangents. We love tangents here at She Talks. (laughs) I'm like, y'all know that. But, what, my, why is my computer turning on? Guys, I've been watching Criminal Minds lately. I just started watching Criminal Minds. 10 out of 10, recommend the show. Go watch it if you haven't already. But anytime something creepy happens or something like sus happens, I get freaked out. And I'm just like, I'm like on high alert all the time. (laughs) Anyways, thoughts on. Let's get started. My thoughts on Spanish. So first of all, I love Spanish. For those of you who don't know, I am half Mexican, half Guatemalan. 
So I grew up in a kind of Spanish-speaking household. Obviously, I didn't speak Spanish like every day, but both my parents speak Spanish. Um, my mom's first language is Spanish, so that's really cool. And I've been learning Spanish ever since I was really little. I took four years of Spanish in high school. But the thing that sucks with me in Spanish is I can understand Spanish so, so well. Like, people are having a conversation in Spanish and I can understand it 100%. My problem is I can't speak. I'm really bad at speaking Spanish. And I think it's just because I've grown up hearing it so much that I've become so accustomed to knowing, like, words and everything. But it's I was never really forced to speak it while I was growing up. Obviously, my parents would, like, integrate it in a lot in a lot of ways. But I never had to, like, have full combos in Spanish. So it gets kind of embarrassing because one time at work, so people, like, look at me and they see my name. And they're like, oh, she speaks Spanish. So they'll come up to me and just start speaking Spanish. And they're like, ¿Hablas español? And I'll be like, oh, sí, pero un poquito. And then they just start, you know, firing at me with their Spanish. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And um, one time a customer you know, is asking me some questions in Spanish. And I was trying to help her. But when I get nervous and I'm talking in Spanish, I'm like, see, uh, and I like, then I continue the rest of my sentence. And so she was basically asking me where like our little boy's t-shirts were. So I was like, oh, see, um, esos, pero, whatever. I'm like trying, me trying to speak Spanish back to her, basically. And I kept starting my sentences with see. And she was like, she starts laughing. And she goes, see, uh, see, uh. And I was like, oh. I'm like, okay, I'm just trying to help you, girl. I'm like, I don't have to be speaking Spanish right now. But I get really nervous when I have to speak Spanish, at least to strangers. Like, my family, my broken Spanish, they can understand me pretty well. But other than that, I'm so bad at speaking Spanish. And if, any, if anyone wants to be my little Spanish tutor, come on in. Come help me right on, please. Because I need to be better at speaking Spanish. <laughs> um, thoughts on socks and sandals. 10 out of 10 recommend. I love socks and sandals. Socks and like flip-flops, no. Please never show up anywhere wearing socks and flip-flops. Because when like the little like toe divider in the flip-flop is like dividing the sock that you're wearing, that just like creeps me out. Like that is gross. But socks and like Burks or socks and like slides, I love that. That is a moment. That is a look. I don't get why people crap on socks and sandals. Like, why do people not like socks and Burks? Like, I think that is the cutest look. Like, I rock that shit all the time. Also, if y'all don't have Birkenstocks, go buy some Birkenstocks. I love them. I don't care what people say about Birkenstocks. I love them. The amount of times I just said I love how many times I said I love Birkenstocks. It's probably like a million. Um, you know, it's funny too because I really wanted to get Birkenstock clogs since my freshman year of college. Shout out to Kaylee because she put me on Birkenstock clogs my freshman year of college. And I've been wanting to get them since my freshman year. And then Urban Outfitters started selling Birkenstock clogs. So then I was going to buy them, but I haven't bought them yet. And then I saw in a YouTube video, Emma Chamberlain was styling Birkenstock clogs and said they're going to be like her little summer shoe. And now I know Birkenstock clogs are just going to become so big. And it frustrates me because this happens all the time. Because I will say something is cute, but then I won't like actively buy it yet. And then 
um, like someone really well known will style them and then everyone hops on it. But then when I hop on the trend and I finally buy the item, it looks like I'm a band bandwagon. Would that be the right term? I don't think bandwagon would be the right term. It just looks like I'm just following the trends, but I actually have a keen eye too. And I hopped on the trend before it was even a trend because yeah, like Doc Martens, like I had been wanting Doc Martens since like the sixth grade. But I didn't buy a pair of Doc Martens until literally last year. Like, and then that's when they were, like, famous and everything. Not famous, but just, like, trendy. You know what I mean? I don't care. I stick by my fashion decisions. I love my fashion decisions. You know, thoughts on fashion. I really love fashion. I'm trying to get better style. I really do enjoy the style that I have now. I feel like I have a very fluid style. I can, you know, be really tomboyish one day and the next day I can be super feminine and girly or I can be like super basic and chill or I can be, you know, very extravagant and, you know, a little like different. And I love that. Um, For example, on Friday when I went to work, I literally wore like Dickies Air Forces and like an oversized t-shirt and I looked like a little skater boy and I loved it. That was my favorite fit of the week. And then yesterday I literally wore little like Levi's shorts, sneakers, and like a tight fitted hot pink cardigan. Like just the versatility of my style is something I really do enjoy. I love experimenting with new patterns, new colors, new shoe styles. Um, But I am just trying to buy more pieces. You know, I love the way that Lauren stated it. Lauren told me that she wants more. She always tries to get pieces that are timeless. And I think that is the best way to describe fashion is you want to buy things that are going to be timeless. That no matter what, you can style them in any situation, whenever, however. They're just very versatile and very timeless and I'm just trying to acquire more timeless pieces um but yeah those are my little thoughts on fashion my future career my future career for those of you who don't know I talked about this in an earlier episode but I am a screen arts major at Pepperdine which basically means television and film production and what I want to do with that is I either want to become a producer or director for a television network Or I would also love to direct music videos. I I honestly really love music. And I feel like I've, you know, found... I mean, this goes for everyone, but you just kind of find comfort in music. And you can feel valid through music as well. And I feel like when I was younger, a lot of people always were like, I love music, I love music. And... Growing up, I really didn't listen to music that much, which kind of sounds odd, but I never experimented with my music taste. I would really just be listening to whatever popped on the radio or whatever music my parents played in the car. But it wasn't until like my sophomore year of high school, I started experimenting with music and, you know, listening to different genres, like experimenting from the mainstream stuff that we're always hearing 24-7. And I'm really proud of that because it has allowed me you know, to come become accustomed to different styles of music and really listen to the artist's work and 
pay attention to the minor details that they put into their songs and into the songwriting process. And I'm honestly the type of person who can say I listen to every genre of music, every single genre, like any genre of music, you name it, I listen to it. They may not all be my favorite, but I do listen to it and I do appreciate the work um, that the artist has put into it. And so that's why I really want to become a music video director because I want to be able to show that art on a visual platform. I want to be able to put their audio art into visual art. Does that make sense? I just, I really just feel like there's beauty in working with someone in an audio platform creating what you can hear and seeing it as a story play out with your eyes on the screen like I just think that um what's the word I'm looking for that transference I want to say the transference from like something being heard to something being seen I think that switch is truly beautiful and I would love to be able to you know work with an artist and help their vision come to reality those are two things I would really love to do if anything else I would also love to work in like the fashion industry you know right now I've been kind of like contemplating not contemplating my major per se but contemplating what I want to minor in and I think I really want to minor in like marketing or something I just when I graduate college there's so many different things that I want to do And I want to just be able to have the ability to do whatever I want and be prepared to do whatever I want. Because you guys know me. I need to be prepared for every situation. I love to be over-prepared. I'm always ready. And I always want to be ready. And I want to just leave college knowing that I have every option available to me. You know? Because like I said, I want to work in the fashion industry or I... I would love to work in like the beauty industry with like makeup or skincare, work on like the marketing side or work for like social media or um, work for a television network or my overall dream job. I'll tell you guys my overall dream job. Like my dream, dream job is to work on a late night show. I feel like I think I've told you guys this, but yeah, dream job is to work on a late night show. I would love to be a director or producer honestly for like the Jimmy Fallon show, James Corden, like Jimmy Kimmel, those late night shows are my dream late night shows to work for. And that's the overall dream. I hope you guys enjoyed that little future career segment. (laughs) Um, Thoughts on my personality type and my zodiac sign. All right, let's get into this. I did some research. So um, for personality type, I'm just going to say my Enneagram for those of you. I really don't know what it, how to describe an Enneagram. It's really just your personality type. <laughs> That's honestly all it is. But I'm an Enneagram 3, which means I'm the achiever. And it's funny because I was doing some research and some notable names who are also Enneagram 3s. Just listen to this, guys. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Queen is an Enneagram 3. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Queen Taylor Swift is Enneagram 3. Justin Bieber is an Enneagram 3. Um, there's other notable names, but those were my favorite ones to see on the list. Or those are the ones that honestly just were like the first ones on the list. <laughs> um. Anyways, Enneagram 3 
we are the achiever. So basically, threes really can do and achieve great things in the world. Um, it says that they are the stars of human nature and people often look up to them because of their graciousness and personal accomplishments. Huh. But basically it says threes are self-assured, charming, ambitious, competent, energetic, attractive. Okay. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm a three. <laughs> they can also be status conscious and highly driven for advancement. They're diplomatic and poised, but can also be overly concerned with their image and what others think of them. They typically have problems with workaholism and competitiveness. And at their best, they are self-accepting, authentic, everything they seem to be. They are role models who inspire others. You know what? That is true because I am always authentic. I love authenticity. That is like my motto for this podcast is just really authenticity at its finest. But Enneagram 3, I feel like Enneagrams and Zodiac signs, they just help explain, like, why we are the way we are, you know? And, like, when I've always done more research into both of them, I've honestly, it's made it clear to me why I am the way I am. And I love the way I am. Um, And so that's why I love doing research on all this. I'm trying to get better with Zodiac signs, too. Um, I've already, I've talked about this in the past, but... I would just love to get to know more about zodiac signs other than Gemini, because I am a Gemini. <laughs> yes, I am a Gemini. So moving on to the zodiac sign, most people, when I tell them I'm a Gemini, they don't believe me. Um, they really don't believe me. They're like, you're a Gemini? <sighs> and I'm like, yeah. But I'm not like a crazy Gemini. And if I'm being honest, I don't think I, mo- all the Geminis I know, no, no one's like crazy. So, I don't know what y'all be thinking about Geminis, but we're not crazy, okay? And I know you're probably thinking she's crazy for saying she's not crazy, but I'm not crazy. I know I'm not. (laughs) But basically, you put in, like, the time you were born, the day you were born, where you were born, your name, everything. And it gives you, like, your rising sign, your sun, your moon, all that. But I'm going to read my sun because it's 25 degrees in Gemini. And I feel like this part is the... (laughs) literal description of who I am as a person so let me just read it so it says my son is in 25 degrees Gemini you have a quick bright and agile mind but an extremely short attention span you love the external kaleidoscopic aspects of life but you tend to avoid and even fear deep close emotional involvements as such you seem to enjoy travel and sightseeing and generally being on the go You get quite listless when things around you become static and dull, but but your excitement returns whenever you are stimulated by a new idea. Chatty, inquisitive, and quite playful, you enjoy practical jokes and games in general. Your moods change quickly and often. You are very restless and constantly in motion. You are known for your versatility and adaptability, and your vivaciousness enlivens any social gathering. I feel like that honestly describes me in a nutshell. And it's crazy because I I am a little chatty girl. I'm always joking around. Like, my moods change so quickly. Like, I'm a very impatient person. So I feel like, you know, when something's, like, not going my way at first or 
things are just taking too long, I get really stuck or I just get really like frustrated and yeah. So for those of you who know me, the things I just described, y'all know. Y'all know that is me in a nutshell. Um next topic, thoughts on the vaccine. So I know this is really controversial and I'm really glad um to ask this. So shout out to you girl. Thank you for asking me this. But the vaccine. I know it's controversial, but I honestly think getting the vaccine is a good idea. And hear me out. I know, you know, it's not fully approved and everything yet. And a lot of people may have their doubts about it. But I feel like it is our step closer into getting into a safer, more normal society. And I don't want anyone to shame people for getting the vaccine because I think that's very childish. You know, like, I got the vaccine. But there's people out there who are, like, judging other people for getting it. And I and I really don't understand why they're taking a step towards bettering themselves, preparing themselves, taking care of themselves. And I don't think there should be any shame in it. If you want it, amazing. If you don't want it, that's also your decision. And I respect that. I We just live in a society where everyone is just so quick to judge for anything. You know, and it's, it's quite sad that we live in fear of being judged for anything and everything we do. And why can't we just be more accepting of what people want to do with their life? You know? Like, if you want to get the vaccine, congratulations. And I'm very excited for you. And I'm very um, happy that you are taking that step. But if you don't want it, you know, I, I respect your decision 100%. You know, it's not, um, it's not forced upon you at the moment. I, I, I do encourage everyone to get the vaccine, in my personal opinion. I think getting the vaccine is, you know, a good idea. But I also respect if you don't want it. And I'm not going to force my opinion and my ideals onto you. I can just encourage you. I can't force you to do it. And I can't change your mindset. You know, you determine what happens in your life. But if you want it, amazing. And I'm proud of you. And I'm excited for you. And if you don't want it, I truly respect it. And I I still value your opinions. And I still value who you are as a person. But overall, I got the vaccine. And I just feel more safer and more at ease in the world, you know. And obviously, it doesn't mean like go crazy, go party, go out and do whatever you want because you still need to be taking care of yourself, still need to be taking care of the other people around you. We also need to be safe because we are still in a pandemic, you know. Luckily, um, COVID cases are going down, but we are still in a pandemic and we still need to respect that and we still need to be very conscious about what we're doing, taking care of ourselves, you know, keeping clean. So just remember that. But I encourage everyone to get the vaccine if it is something you've been thinking about. I got it and it wasn't bad at all. Obviously, there's the side effects. Obviously, you get symptoms. Obviously, there's going to be arm pain. But honestly, I feel like that's a very small price to pay in order to prepare yourself, you know, in order to make sure you're safe and you're taking care of yourself. And obviously, please do research 
I did plenty of research before I got the vaccine. My family and I were all fully vaccinated now, and we all did research before getting the vaccine. We all made our own decisions. We contacted our doctors. We did everything. And so I encourage you guys to do the same research. Just prepare yourself. And yeah, I encourage you to get it, but I respect you and your decision if you don't want it as well. Best friends. My thoughts on my best friends. Here we go. I love my best friends. If I have ever called you a best friend or a friend in general, I love you and I value your opinion. And for me, it's, you know, as much as I am very open with a lot of people or I'm very friendly with a lot of people, it's very hard for me to trust people. Because growing up, a lot of people lost my trust. And um, there's only certain people in the world now that I do trust and I do decide to tell things to because growing up, I, I lost trust with people and that sucks. And it sucks to feel somewhat betrayed, you know, in a way. And it really has caused me to guard my heart. I guard my heart a lot now. And I'm very pick and choosy, that's even a word, (laughs) with my best friends. And my best friends right now are solid. I love all my friends right now. They are people I can trust and I can count on and... If you're listening, you're all my friends. Everyone here, you guys are all my friends. You guys are all my besties. I love every single one of you, and I'm really grateful to have every single one of you guys listening to this right now. Thoughts on self-love and confidence. So, self-love. I think you guys know my thoughts on self-love. You know, you need to love yourself before you can give your all to anything else. And I'm still working on... Well, I'm not working on my self-love. I mean, every day I think I'm still working on my self-love. I'm still learning to love myself in new ways. But overall, I do have love for myself. And I think having self-love, honestly, is just knowing that you love who you are as a person. And no matter what, you always remember that. And I know in the past, I've talked about, like, you know how I've been, like, insecure at times and all of that. But overall, like, I get those moments of insecurity. But I always remind myself that I do love myself and that I do value who I am as a person. And I think that's the biggest thing. You just need to value yourself. Do what you need to do to get to a point where you love and value who you are in your character. And that is how you will exude confidence. And I feel like that's how I've been working on my confidence and I'm still working on my self-confidence and showing that because I feel like I have it, but I feel like I need to get better at presenting it. And I think once I'm, you know, fully at that state, I'll be able to present it very easily. But yeah, I love myself and I love all of you guys. And if you ever want to talk about that, give me a call. Send me a text. I'm always here to talk. Ooh, this next one is one of my favorites. But thoughts on 11-11-111 and what does it mean to me? So as you guys saw earlier this week, I posted on my story a little picture of 
And the angel numbers, 1111 or 111, are like my favorite angel numbers. Mainly because they're the ones that I see all the time. Like ever since I was, I remember I learned about angel numbers in my freshman year of high school. And I remember fourth period in my biology class every day. That was the class where it would always become 11-11. So I would sit and I would look at the clock and I'd always catch 11-11. And I wouldn't even be looking for it at times. Like I would just look at the clock and I just caught 11-11. And ever since then, every time it was 11-11, I always made a wish. And so now I'm always not looking out for them, but I feel like I'm always attracting the number 11-11 or I'm always attracting 1-1-1. I'm always seeing repeating ones. And it's like become my favorite number. Like ever since I was little, I've always liked the number one, but I felt like for sports and everything, I always just chose the number 18. But I've just gravitated towards the number one or things that are in ones or like odd numbers. I don't know. But I'm going to read you guys off what the angel number 1111 or 111 means. So this angel number indicates that your dreams are being manifested. You're attracting abundance and prosperity into your life. The angels are contacting you to offer support and help on your journey. So anytime I see 111, I just feel so at ease and I just feel safe, like the universe is looking out for me. The, my angels are looking out for me. My dreams are being manifested. And I'm attracting this abundance. And I'm just ready for whatever's next. And I just know when I see those numbers, it's just a sign like you're at the right place. You're at the right time. Because sometimes I feel like I get really overworked. Or I get very overwhelmed. And I need to slow down at times. And I just need to get more at ease. Get calm again. You know, recenter my thoughts. And when I see 111 or 1111, I just feel relieved. And I'm just like, yeah, we're on the right track. Calm down. You're fine. You're fine, Ale. Everything's going to be okay. But 111 and 1111 to me is just like very confirming that I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. Because I feel like sometimes we can get caught up by not making certain decisions or by not doing certain things in life. And that is what causes regret. And remember, like, I don't want to regret anything. And I never regret anything. If I don't do something or if something doesn't go the way as it was planned, I never regret it. And I know I'm at the right place at the right time. And like I said, when I see these angel numbers, I just feel very reconfirmed. And I always screenshot it. I always make note of it. I will always just make sure when I see it that I remind myself that I'm seeing it and remind myself that, you know, life's amazing and I am where I'm supposed to be. (laughs) Dealing with stress. My thoughts on dealing with stress. So dealing with stress is tough because I get stressed out very easily. And especially balancing work and school and a social life and family life. Like, I'm, I know all of us are going through that right now. And all I have to say is remember that in five years from now, you're not going to be dealing with this. Or even a year from now. 
or even a week from now, whatever you're stressed out about and like this second isn't going to be stressing you out, come that next time, you know? And so I kind of calm myself down and allow myself that I can be stressed out for like a moment, but not to let it take over my life. And obviously, you know, I've been, you know, stress is stress. I've been stressed with school. I'm stressed at school right now. I got so much stuff to do this week because it's finals. But I'm here talking to you guys because I'd much rather do things that make me happy than be stressed out with things that's going to make me unhappy and block my mind, you know? And I think when you're dealing with stress, you need to at least set time aside for yourself and work on something you're passionate about. And for me, it's the podcast. It's talking to you guys. Getting to talk to you guys every week makes me so happy and releases so much stress for me and it's something for myself because it's time that I'm spending with you and I think that's something really precious and valuable and it helps just like free my mind and it also helps me become more creative with my schoolwork and it allows me to broaden my perspective when I come and work on projects and assignments because I feel more creative and more you know like my mind is more fluid if that makes sense or I try to go outside or I try to talk to my siblings or my parents or friends. I don't know. I think if you're dealing with stress, take a step back and give yourself a break. Because another thing is like we're all really hard on ourselves. And we don't give ourselves enough time to just relax and, you know, take a breather. You've been working really hard. And please remember that. If you're listening to this and you're stressed, I want you to... Go do something for yourself for an hour. Yeah, sounds like a long time. Sounds like you could be missing out on a lot of work getting done. But take an hour for yourself. Because remember, your mental health and who you are as a person is much more important than whatever you're working on. So if you're stressed, take a breather. Give me a call. Talk to me for like an hour. Let's have a conversation for an hour if you're stressed. Please give me a call or text me. And let's just talk for an hour and I will ease your nerves. I will allow you to, you know, step away from whatever you're stressed about. Just never let it consume you. And I'm still working on that too, but never let it consume you. And remember that you're doing the best that you can and giving your best. As long as you're giving your best, then you're doing perfect. Okay. Thoughts on making new friends and maintaining long distance friendships. I love making new friends. I'm like my little Gemini description said, I'm a social butterfly. So I feel like I'm constantly making new friends, but I'm always, um, I'm making connections and keeping connections with people I can see my friendship going farther with. When I first meet people, I really can sense a vibe and I can sense a connection there. You know, I know if I'm going to be friends with someone the moment I meet them. I know if when I meet someone... I can like determine right then and there. I'm like, this is going to be a short-term connection or this is going to be a long-term connection or we're going to be in each other's lives for a period of time before a reason as well. That's another thing. Like everyone comes into your life or you you cross paths with people for a reason, you know? Their presence makes an impact on your life. No matter how big or small, it makes an impact. Maintaining long-distance friendships, I think, is the hardest thing, especially, like, going through college and stuff. Like, all my friends, we're spread out throughout the country, you know? I got a best friend in Hawaii. I have best friends in Northern California. 
I have my best friends from home who are in Southern California, but like an hour or so away, or I have best friends who are in Northern California who are also going to school up there, you know? But my biggest tip in maintaining these friendships is just reach out to these people, guys, because that just shows them your effort. I mean, with my friends, I don't have to talk to them every day, but I can send them a text or I can call them or Snapchat them or something to let them know I'm thinking about them because I want them to know that I love them, I have care for them, and I want them to know how much I value their presence in my life because every person that's in my life is in my life for a reason and I really do value the time and energy that they give to me and that I give to them and just make sure you let people know that they're appreciated. Like, I'll send my friends a voice memo or I'll send them a photo or call them or text them or anything and just let them know I'm thinking about them and let them know that I love them and that I value them and they are valued, you know? So just make sure you keep in contact with those friends, guys. Please let them know that you honor their opinions and you honor who they are as a person. You respect them and that you love them. And that you're always thinking about them, you know? And I wanted to end on this one because I feel like this has been very relevant in my life. But my thoughts on what I do when I'm creatively blocked. And guys, believe it or not, I get creatively, creatively blocked pretty frequently. And it's a really frustrating feeling because I feel like I'm always go, go, go. Like I'm always having these ideas and I'm always you know, the person to come to when people need ideas. But there's times where I'm blocked too, you know, and it's really hard. But I think what I, I mean, the best thing that I do that helps get my mind going is I kind of just like drop everything I'm doing and then just kind of go and be myself. (laughs) But hear me out. And what I mean by that is like, be the little social butterfly that I am, be the little chatty Kathy that I am ew I hate that I just said chatty Kathy please ignore that I said that but what I do is I go and I talk to my siblings or my family or I'll call my friends or I'll text them or do something I do something to get my mind off whatever I'm working on and I just need to talk and when I talk so many things pop into my head that I lose any feelings of being creatively blocked And so I feel like when people are creatively blocked, they force themselves to come up with something or they force themselves to do the work that they don't have the energy to do or they don't have the mindset to be doing in that moment. And I think it's a complete opposite thing. I think you really need to go out there, drop what you're doing and free your mind of whatever you're doing because that is when the best ideas are going to come to you. Or what I also do is I just... I love analyzing things, you know? I love analyzing music or television or movies or literature. I love analyzing things. And I find myself coming up with so many ideas when I'm analyzing things and I'm going in depth and I'm trying to figure out why the per- the creator made the decisions that they made when creating, you know, their art. For example, in literature, I love analyzing why a writer decided, you know, to incorporate a certain character or incorporate a certain detail about them or why they structured their paragraph a certain way or 
Do you know what I mean? And there's there's a true beauty in doing the research and putting the effort into figuring out why they did that and figuring out why they made the decisions that they made because I think that is the most important important aspect into anyone creating anything. It's you know looking at why they made those certain decisions because it allows you to understand not only their work a little more but who they are a little more. You get to see a little piece of who they are. And at least for me with my podcast, it's like when I'm blocked, I love seeing how other creators getting to see their thought process and getting to see their creative process is truly inspiring to me. And it really helps me learn how to come up with ideas in new ways. For example, I think my biggest thing is whenever I have an idea for the podcast, I write it down or I say it out loud or I just have to like put it somewhere. I have to put my thoughts somewhere because every opinion and every thought that I have is so valid. For example, one time I was in my religion class and I started thinking about my episode with Zach. If you guys haven't listened to that episode, go and listen to it. It's called He Talks with Zach Hernandez. But I remember it was the day after Zach had asked me to be on the podcast. And I was in my religion class. And my professor was just talking about how um, the Bible was written. And for some reason, like thinking about the process in which the Bible was written inspired me with a bunch of questions on how to you know, construct my podcast and how to construct my episode with Zach that I literally have an entire note page. It's like literally religion notes. And in the margins of my religion notes is questions that I ask Zach on the podcast. Or another thing too, when I get inspiration is when I'm driving anywhere and I'm listening to music. And I was listening to the new Olivia Rodrigo song, Good For You, yesterday in the car. I was listening to her song and I was paying close attention to the lyrics because I I love understanding the story that an artist is telling through their music. I think that is the most important aspect to their song, obviously. But I was listening to her music and I got a podcast episode idea. Um, I'm not going to share it quite yet just because I'd rather go into it deeper when I talk about it in the next coming weeks. But I literally, I have like a series button on my steering wheel when I'm driving and I hold it down and I'm like hey Siri like add a new note and I'll have her add a new note for me and I literally just talk and I just say every idea that comes in my head and my notes don't even make sense but I understand them because I remember like what I was saying but you know creativity and like inspiration it comes at all different times and I think it comes when you're not even expecting it so if you're blocked or creatively blocked Go out and do something that's going to make you happy, that's going to make you feel good about yourself, and that is when inspiration will strike. But those were my thoughts, guys. Those were my thoughts on everything you asked me. Thank you to everyone who gave me ideas, submitted topics. I really appreciated everything that everyone asked me. I also incorporated everything that everyone asked me, and I really just want to thank you guys for giving me the chance to give you my thoughts on section, you know? I feel like I'm always giving it to my guests and I would always love to give my own insight. And so I was really happy and excited for today's episode. Also, sorry again that my voice is literally gone. I hope you were able to understand me throughout half of the episode because I talked really fast and maybe it was hard to hear me because my voice is literally, it sounds like I'm, I don't even know what it sounds like. I literally sound like, my voice sounds so deep right now. 
because my voice is just so sensitive and then it cracks and it's just kind of embarrassing <laughs> but it's fine thank you again just for letting me give you guys my insight on everything you can take my advice don't take my advice you can you know value my opinions you don't have to value my opinions we can all have different opinions and um views on life and that's totally okay and i respect that and i respect you just for coming out here and listening to what I had to say, you know? But thank you guys so much again for listening to She Talks, supporting She Talks, and for all the messages you send me and for everything you guys do to support me and my podcast. I am truly grateful for all of it and for all of you. And I want to get you guys ready because these next few weeks, we have some guests coming on the show. I don't want to say who and I don't want to say when, but get excited. We have two female guests coming soon. Two separate episodes too, by the way, but two female guests, they're coming on. I talk about them a lot on the podcast, so I hope you guys are just as excited as I am for them. So keep a lookout on the Instagram for when I announce who they are so you guys can give us your input on the episode. You guys can give us some topics to discuss, some questions to talk about. And remember, follow at She Talks Podcast on Instagram with, it's just at She Talks Podcast with two T's at the end. Go follow me on my main account on Instagram. It's at underscore Ale Hurtado. I want to thank you all. And I I want you all to remember, if you're listening to this, that I love you and I value you and I respect who you are. And I want to thank you for valuing and respecting my opinions and my ideas. And I love that, you know, at least in this community with my podcast, like the community that we have all created for one another. We can value each other's opinions and we can respect each other's opinions and decisions. I don't know if you can tell, I have a really big smile on my face. I feel like you guys can always tell when I'm smiling when I'm talking. <laughs> and I'm really, I'm really glad that I, that I can hopefully share that emotion with you. If you're not smiling right now, give me a little smile because I'm smiling, y'all. <laughs> Did that even make sense? I don't know. I'm a dork, but I love it. I love that I'm goofy. <laughs> I'm just, guys, I'm just babbling at this point. <laughs> but one final thank you. I love you. That was this week's episode of She Talks. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Love you.